So Travis, I know Mr. Jacobs and the gang were putting on a show last week, but are we back to the garage now? Are you kidding? The drama show isn't even half over. What? But it's been a whole week. Yeah, and the show lasts for three weeks. Oh man, that's a long time. Yeah, but it's still really fun. Let's listen in. Come on, any sign of him, Chelsea? Who? Mr. Jacobs. He's supposed to start the show and he's not anywhere in sight. He's gotta be around here somewhere. I wouldn't worry about it. What if he isn't here? What then? Gabby, calm down. You're stressing me out. I'm telling you, it's going to be fine. Mr. Jacobs has done all sorts of these shows. You don't think he'd start skipping out just when we need him most, do you? Hey girls, sorry, we're running a little late. There are a lot of people to see out there. That's okay, Artie. Um, real quick, you haven't seen Mr. Jacobs out there, have you? No. Is there a problem? Eh, uh, Gabby's not freaking out, but... Where is he? The show is starting right now. Who's going to give the introductory speech? Because if he doesn't, then I will. I'll go see if I can find him. Thanks. Did Artie know where Mr. Jacobs is? He's going to look for him. I'm sure everything's fine, Gabby. Shows like this sometimes get delayed a little. It's fine. It gives us more time to go over our lines. Yeah, you're right. This isn't the first drama show. Last week, everything went fine. There's no- Ah, here we go. Huh? Welcome everyone to the second of this year's summer drama shows. I see a lot of new faces this morning, so I'll just say you're in for a treat. Every summer, we have a lot of fun performing some of our favorite drama shows, as well as playing radio programs that will delight. And as you saw in the lobby, 100% of the proceeds go to helping missionaries do God's work around the world. It's always a lot of fun, and so I'm going to stop talking about it and start things off with our first program. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the delightful drama, The Starfish and the Storm, an adept at biblical teaching about trusting God. Once upon a time, under the ocean waves, there lived a starfish. Nice to meet you. This starfish enjoyed living in the ocean, and every day he would eat oysters to his heart's content. Mmm, slimy. One day, a very worried fish swam up to the starfish with some terrible news. Swim away! Swim away! A big storm is coming! A storm? Why would I worry about that? We live in the ocean. What do I care happens above the surface? You don't know much about weather, do you? Well, I... Yeah, that's what I thought. You're just a starfish. I, on the other hand, am a weather loach. It's been scientifically proven that I know a great deal about the weather. I say there's going to be a huge storm that will blast everything away that isn't tied down. That's very interesting, but aren't loaches freshwater fish? What are you doing here in the ocean? Exchange student program, but that's not important right now. I tell you, there's a storm on its way. And with that, the fish swam off leaving a confused and somewhat worried starfish in her wake. What am I gonna do? I can't swim faster than a storm. Why don't you join me? The starfish looked around and noticed a little barnacle clinging to a giant boulder. You? Are you going somewhere far away? Ah, oh, nah. I'm gonna hold on tight and ride it out. This giant boulder that the narrator mentioned before gives me shelter through all manner of storms. Shelter, huh? Sure. My family has been depending on this rock for years, and it's never once let us down. Either way, I don't see you as having many other options. That's true. 
the starfish climbed up onto the boulder and held on tight. Just as he did so, the sea turned dark. It's here! The storm! Swim for your lives! The water started flowing faster. Sand was kicked up, and fish scattered trying to find safety. Lightning crashed in the sky above as coral snapped and small stones tumbled away in the swell. But all the while, our starfish friend and the barnacle held on tight, relying completely on the might of the boulder. Lee, that was fun. It was... it was amazing. Thanks for sharing your hiding place with me. Anytime. The moral is that just like the boulder in the story, when our lives get stormy and trouble kicks up, God will be our shelter. Sometimes we put our trust in other things to give us security, but in the end, they will all fail us. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the delightful drama, The Substitute Zookeeper, an adapted biblical illustration about the church. Once upon a time, in the fair city of Tinkerton, there was a zookeeper. Actually, she's out of town. The title of the drama explains it all. Oh, right, of course. And so, she had a substitute fill in for her. Hi, I'm Lewis, and they hired me to take care of all the animals while the regular keeper is away. Gotta say, I'm pretty excited this being my first day and everything. Lewis got ready for the day by putting all sorts of food on the cart. Fish for the seals, steak for the tigers, hay for the rhinos. He then made his way to the monkey house and started dropping off their fruit. Thanks for the meal. You're new around here, aren't you? You could say that. I'm learning a lot. That's great. Speaking of learning, we're curious. What are the other stuff on that cart? It's food for the other animals in the zoo. Interesting. I feel bad for them. They have to eat all that stuff, but they could be eating real food. This thought had never occurred to the zookeeper. The monkeys did indeed seem happy eating their freshly served fruit, and it would be easier to prepare meals if everyone in the zoo ate the same thing. So, the next day, he put a load of fruit in the cart and went throughout the zoo, serving it to all the animals. Some of them were very excited to have something new and sweet, but when he got to the crocodile's pool, they looked at him rather coldly. Excuse me. Yes, ma'am. What is this stuff? It's your breakfast. The best fruit in the county. I am not eating that. But it's really good, see? Mmm, bananas. Even if I wanted to eat bananas, which I do not, how am I, a crocodile, supposed to peel one? Have you seen my fingers? You have claws. You can slice them open. <sighs> Look. If you're giving everyone the same thing, why don't you give them something a little more savory? I'm thinking a nice, big, juicy steak. The zookeeper thought about the crocodile's words, and the next day, he brought everyone big chunks of steak. Mm, much better. But again, though some animals were happy for a little variety, Others, especially the cows, were horrified. Uncle Harvey! <sighs> this went on for some time. He tried giving everyone fish one day, hay the next, peanuts, insects, pollen, twigs and roots, but nothing seemed to make everyone happy. Some of the animals even got sick and had to be taken to the vet's office. 
The zoo director heard of this and had a talk with our zookeeper. I've been hearing concerning things about my zoo and the animals therein, and I've been told that you are the one that's causing these mm, issues. What's going on? I don't know. I just wanted to give everyone something that they would like. The monkeys seem to like fruit so much that I thought everyone would. Then I tried... I'm well aware of what you've been doing, and I appreciate your desire to make all the animals happy. But the fact is that not all animals need the same thing. Some need meat, some need plants, and some need very specific diets to stay healthy. All right, sorry, I was just trying to help. I know, and you know what? The elephants told us that though the steak wasn't their favorite, the fresh fruit was a great treat. We might add that to their menu from time to time. Good work. And from that time on, the zookeeper made sure that the foods that he was serving his friends were right for them. There sure is a big variety, but that just makes working at the zoo that much more exciting. The moral is that God's family, the church, is made up of all kinds of people from all kinds of backgrounds, with all kinds of needs. Sometimes we can think that because we are Christians, we should all like the same things and have everything in common. But that's just not how a family works. Just like any family, we are all different, and that is a very good thing. Well, folks, that's our show. Thank you so much for coming. And please come again next week for the finale. Same time, same place. We'll see you then. Hey, guys. Oh, Gabby, I found Mr. Jacobs. Yeah, yeah. I was just concerned. Is that so wrong? Hey, kids. Great show. Thanks, Mr. Jacobs. Yeah, thanks for showing up. Um, you're welcome. Were you worried I wouldn't, Gabby? She was concerned when things were taking a little longer than usual. I told her not to worry. You're always on point. <laughs> thanks for the vote of confidence, Chelsea. But I can't say that's always true about me, though I do try. Yeah, he messes up sometimes. Hmm. Well, anyways, even though I'm fallible, God's always in control, and even though things don't always stick to our timetable, he's going to make sure that things will end up the way he wants them to. That sounds like it's in the Bible somewhere. Yeah. In many places, we're told that it's always best to be patient for God's plans. Passages like Ecclesiastes 3 and Psalm 37, 7 explain that even if things seem like they're all going wrong, we don't need to worry because God's got it. And like the passing seasons, the bad times will be over before you know it, and God's goodness will still be there. That's a good thing to remember. I can get a little anxious when things aren't going the way I want them to. Yeah, and that doesn't get easier as you get older. Sure, and you're so ancient, Artie. <laughs> He's right, though. It's a lesson that even people my age still struggle with sometimes. To help me, I try to remember what it says in Proverbs 3, and not to just trust God when I understand, but to trust God all the time to make things work out. Um, not to break up the lesson, but I think we might be the only ones left in the theater. Oh, Miss Fiona is asking where we are. I guess we better get packed up. I'll be right there. And I'll turn off the radio. <laughs> <laughs>